welcome to You Need to See This and every other weekly film podcast about filling the gaps in our collective cinematic experience. I'm Cozy Orlin, and I'm joined by my co-host... Bree Jones. Hi, Bree. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. I'm a little bit sunburned. Um, oh, no. Yeah, but it's fine. Yeah, it's it's like a little hotter right now. It, it kind of feels like it made the jump. Um, I definitely... Since I'm since I'm from Arizona, my brain is like never put on sunscreen. You'll be fine. <laughs> mm, see, <laughs> like, that's funny because I feel yeah. like the opposite. The opposite because I'm from New Mexico. I'm like always wear sunscreen. It's gonna be over a hundred. I was wondering about that. I feel like I don't I don't know what it was then. Maybe it's just my like natural skin tone somehow helped me out with it because I never got any sunburns growing up. Um, so I don't know, but I definitely got sunburns just the other day, just standing outside uh, talking to people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> My no. forehead was like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was in New Mexico for a wedding and uh, it was, we did a lot of setting up the day before and it was one of those like, oh man, a wedding in a hundred degree, outdoor oh, no. wedding in like 104 degree weather. It was super windy. It was mm. wild. Oh God, that's why, yeah, windy weather just never a good thing when you're trying to set up anything outdoors everything blows away and it's awful yeah yeah oh so it goes we're comedians writers filmmakers and people who went to high school in the southwest united states and now live in los angeles that is true <laughs> that is very, it's born to it's born out so far uh, yeah. every episode one of us tries to convince the other and the audience that they need to see a specific film and we do it all with no spoilers whatsoever but before we jump into it, let's introduce today's guest. Oh my God. She's, she's on the incredibly hilarious all lady improv team and UCB host team Wild and the new UCB Herald team gag. It's Kara Myers. Woo. Hi. Hello, Hi. hello. Hi. Thanks for having Welcome. me. Thank you. Thank you. You guys cannot see this, but both of my cats are here. Aww. Aww. I'm very upset that I cannot see this. Uh, they I'm also imagining. love Romy and Michelle. So, oh, oh did good. I did I spoil what movie we're doing? Oh no, sorry. That's okay. You're good. Ain't no thing. Uh, I hope your cats' names are Romy and Michelle. By the way, oh, I, I, I hope wish. So too. <laughs> they I aren't. Anytime there's a cat situation going on in this podcast, we're doing it right. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. So, Kara, tell us about these improv teams and your life in general. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I'm on my team wild. We've been a team for five years. Ooh. Fun fact about wild. When we first started, cozy was like calling it, this team's going to go on a cage match run and they're going to be really good. <laughs> and he was right. Oh. So, um, cozy is a future teller, uh, just something else <laughs> in my future cozy. Happy to help out. Absolutely. Um, uh, more cats that are named after Romy and Michelle. <laughs> okay. That but all, but also like typical, uh, yeah. <laughs> but also like huge amounts of money and true love, you know, the fun stuff. Okay, yeah, that that was <laughs> that's exactly what I was looking for. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm, happy to help. <laughs> um, we host a show every second Sunday at 10 p.m. at UCB Franklin, and then um, I got put on Herald Night this year. Cozy was also in my Herald audition. It's true. Um, and we are every. Every other Monday, typically, sometimes you just got to look at the schedule. Our name's Gag. I really love my team. Aww. We're a team of sweethearts. And uh, guess what? We're all single for now. Wow. Mm. That is amazing. I love it when that happens. Yeah. Is Avery on Gag? Avery is on Gag. Oh, I just, I've been doing improv practice with uh, him and a few other people from my, like, one of my 201 class. Um, and Avery's yeah. very nice. 
Yeah. Oh, the nicest, the sweetest, the nicest boy. Mm-hmm. Single. Just, <laughs> 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 just listen to me pimping him out. <laughs> I know. Let's let's plug us, our single friends. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's plug Avery. And we can't forget me. Um, <laughs> it's true. And same. <laughs> yeah, plug Cozy. cozy uh, Carol. Oh, I guess Breeze doesn't need to be plugged. <laughs> I'm, I'm, t- I'm in a relationship. Yes. Uh, How does it feel to be the chosen one? Does it yeah. <laughs> does it feel like sunshine all the time, but not a sunburn? <laughs> yes. It's the best version of uh, of of uh, climate change on my skin of rising temperatures. <laughs> oh, living that dream. Oh, it's that's good. incredible. Oh, wonderful. So yeah, Kara, tell us things about movies. Like I would say normally the way that we do this podcast is when we have a guest, um, I pick the guest first and then I'm like, tell us a list of 10 movies that you would be cool doing on this, like that you really love. Uh, This Mm -hmm. time I did it a little differently and I was like, I need to find someone who loves Romeo and Michelle as much as I do and more than everybody else. So mm. I don't know what your movie taste is aside from a very good movie. <laughs> um, I okay. I love. I'll I'll probably watch anything to be honest with you. But my all time favorite movie is Hocus Pocus, and my second all time favorite movie is Romy Michelle's High School Reunion. I like movies that make me feel good um, mm-hmm. because the world is drowning around us, and I want mm-hmm. to be happy. And like most of the time, I do. I like. Um, I'm a big fan of like duality, like make me laugh, make me cry. Romeo and Michelle, yes. Hocus Pocus, do not do that. But they're <laughs> genuinely just so funny. It, and I love that <laughs> so much. Um, the Scream franchise, the original Ooh. Scream obviously being the best, but the whole franchise is my favorite movie franchise. I, I love horror films too. Yeah, Yay. I think that that plus Hocus Pocus has dovetailed you well with our audience. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, for a very long time, like wanted to be pretentious and be like, my favorite movie is, <laughs> no. Um, I, growing up, like when I was a little girl was still like a uh, blockbuster was still a thing. And so Friday nights when mm. I was younger and my brother was younger, my parents would take us to um blockbuster and i rented hocus pocus every friday night for six months i could have bought it my parents <laughs> were willing to buy it for me and i said no i want to rent it um so that's a fun fact about me but then the first movie i ever like shut up in movie theaters watching was titanic and i made my dad take me eight times to see it in theaters damn oh my God. i think I am a chatty, chatty girl, always have and always will be. I just think that was the only time my dad had like peace and quiet. So he took me to see it eight times. That's amazing. That's great. He was like, this is the most peace I will ever get. Yes. He's never known Despite peace Despite the tragic uh, nature of that movie. And that and he was having a great time. He's like, um, I'll bring my book. I'll have my Yeah, I got some. I brought brought his own snacks and everything. Yeah, I'm impressed yeah. by anyone who can read in a movie. <laughs> yeah, there's Especially while the boat's the going projector. down. I'm sorry, spoiler: as a boat goes down. Uh oh. <laughs> oh no, cozy. I, I, I really I didn't watch that part. I know it's so embarrassing. <laughs> oh no, I still haven't actually seen that movie. I thought that oh, one no. had a happy ending, and now it's ruined. <laughs> That's the I, that's the other one where they went Titanic with the exclamation point. That's the happy yeah. ending movie. 
Yeah, it's, and that's how it is in, uh, outside of uh, the U.S. It's still with an exclamation mark. <laughs> um, we, we just thought it was a little that. too dark <laughs> for us. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's I good. Really I love loved that. everything everywhere all at once. It like easily became one uh, of my like top top 10 movies of all time yes oh, you're a good God. company yeah. yeah fully fully I was gonna say as soon as you mentioned movies that make you laugh and make you cry I was like that's it that's the one yeah, <laughs> yeah. my uh my friend saw it like right as it came out before all the buzz and yeah, she same. was like you need to go see we need to go see this movie and I was like okay what's it about and she's like I cannot tell you <laughs> and I said okay uh great and I left with a wet mask because I was crying <laughs> so fucking much. It was so good. Oh, uh, so, so I know. good. So many good scenes and just like uh, a real just emotion and family dynamic and like, yes. And uh, uh, so good. Also, Hocus Pocus is like totally a nostalgic childhood favorite of mine for sure. <laughs> it's a perfect movie. It's a 10 out of 10. It's fun. It's cute. It's funny. Like, it's really actually, even as an adult, it is still very funny. Yeah, it's good. It's so good. Oh, I love oh. it when that happens. And I also have never seen it. <laughs> oh, my God. Cozy. I think I actually yeah. have that one written down somewhere. I need to like. Oh, my God. Yeah, that one's coming at some point. No question. People would be uh, upset if it wasn't. <laughs> around Halloween, we'll do that one for. I'm so season. upset for you. It's, <laughs> this is like. It's truly one of the best movies ever. Are we going to switch movies? Just kidding. No, no, no. no. I mean, we could. We could. We could do both. We could do a double feature. Unprecedented. (laughs) That's incredible. Yeah, I'm just excited. It means I got a good one ahead of me. Yeah. Yeah. And I also love Ari Aster. Unfortunately, I love that Jewish man with mommy issues. Yeah, (laughs) I get that. I, I, um, I enjoyed some of his stuff. Like, I was, I don't hate anything from him. I was cool with it. I like the latest one. Um, I liked it too. Parts of it a lot. Like they like the first two acts a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I I mean it just like that whole movie was just like, please go to therapy, Ari. Yeah. Like, get it. Fully. You have issues with your mother. I still need to watch Bo is Afraid, but I love (laughs) Hereditary and Midsummer both very much. I I and Hereditary is like so good. It's it's so good. And messed up. Every every time I I love it. Every time I hear about Hereditary, I always have to come back with uh, the Suspiria remake, which I love with my whole heart. <laughs> mm. oh, I haven't seen that. Oh my god, I'm so excited for you! Wait, wait, Tara, have you seen the uh, original Suspiria? I haven't seen any Suspiria. Good, that's Ooh. the right way to go into the remake. I, if you're I, you're a horror fan, you will love this. One. Okay, it's and so I am, good. and I am, and I still need to watch the remake because I've seen the original oh. Suspiria a thousand times. I, you might not like it if you've seen the original, but if you haven't, then you will love it. It's to me, it's more fucked up and perfect than Hereditary, um, okay. on so many levels. Really, really? oh, fully. Oh, I feel I like you probably so you probably have to go into that one like if you've watched the original, like sort of just trying to separate the experiences. Yeah, you have to like, then, like fully it's not a remake. You have to blank out the other one completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you see that one and then you see the or you see the remake first, then the original, then you're gonna be like, the original has no plot. It's just pretty. Yeah. But, uh, the other way, everyone's like, it was different. I don't know. So, but yeah, <laughs> I don't it's, like it's different. <laughs> real good fucked up body horror. <laughs> nice. Oh, absolutely. Anyway, we've talked about movies. We've done a good job. We've talked about improv. We've done a great job. Let's talk about this movie. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the incredibly fun and important 
1997 comedy Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. And Brie, you need to see this. Oh, you yes. need to, Brie. <laughs> I can't Very wait much. to hear more about it. Oh, well, I'm going to get you started then. Um, we're going to start with a synopsis that I mostly cribbed from IMDb, but also corrected because there were some things in there that were hurtful. <laughs> and that's not okay. Hurtful. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, they were a little mean in there. And I was like, you're oh. mean to the wrong movie. Uh, so in this movie, two inseparable friends drive to LA or from LA to Tucson for their 10-year high school reunion at Sagebrush High School, which is not a real high school. I am from Tucson, and I know this. They, <laughs> they, <laughs> they, decide, they decide to concoct an elaborate lie about their lives in order to impress their classmates, and hilarity ensues. Mm. <laughs> which is yeah. how I end a lot of these synopses. And, and hilarity did ensue, Brie. It really did. So much. So much. It's a very, very 90s movie. It's also very 80s in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. It's just fun all around. <laughs> I love the movie poster. I'm seeing that now. And that's a lot of fun. Um, yes, absolutely. I think it... it, it it's giving like legally job. blonde energy a little bit. Yeah, well, very pre-legally blonde, yeah. Yeah, if you think of anything, legally blonde is giving Romeo and Michelle energy. Yeah, yeah. like this is the, this is in the continuum of clueless to Romy to legally blonde. <laughs> okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, clueless is great. So oh, absolutely. I'll I'll have some clueless talk later on too. Um, so this one is directed by David Merkin, who created the Chris Elliott TV show Get a Life. He wrote mm -hmm. on New Heart and Three's Company and The Simpsons, and he directed the movie Heartbreakers that I think I saw. Oh, I've seen I've seen Heartbreakers. Yeah, it's been a long time for me. I can't remember how I felt about that movie. It not great. It's not yeah, great. that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I don't think I've seen Heartbreakers, but I'm a fan of anybody who writes for The Simpsons because I love that show. Yeah, that was nice to see. He uh, he did a bunch of stuff for that one, and uh, but more importantly. It's written by Robin Schiff, who has written for a ton of TV shows like Party of Five and Are You There, Chelsea? And she also created a couple of TV shows, including one called Princesses, which I had mm. never heard of in my life, starring mm. Julie Hagerty from, uh, from Airplane, Fran mm. Drescher from Being Fran Drescher, and Twiggy, which is a crazy combo. Whoa. Mm -hmm. It's an insane combination of people. I hope it was good, but who knows? Twiggy? Like the model? Yes, exactly insane okay. um but yeah she she's done a whole bunch of stuff uh but more but even more importantly this is based on characters from a play that robin schiff wrote in 1987 called ladies room which is set in a women's restroom at a mexican restaurant uh she added two characters based on valley girls she saw going into clubs on sunset boulevard and the audience loved them mm. so yeah, she cast the play with a bunch of Groundlings folks, including Lisa Kudrow, in the role that she plays in this very movie. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So it's so fun, right? Yeah. And uh, executives said they were looking for a female version of, Way of Wayne's World, which uh, is kind of amazing that an executive was even like asking for that back then. Yes. Right. So I'm really glad that they went through with it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the story that I learned today. <laughs> I also learned that today, Cozy. Oh, nicely done. Did we read the same websites? <laughs> yes, we definitely read that same website. We read <laughs> we definitely read that same website. And I also read a review of the original play. 
<laughs> oh, I did not go that far. That's a good choice. It was not a nice review. There were things uh, in there that did not age well from 1988. Uh, I was like, ooh, that's a bad... You should not say that about people with anorexia. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a little bit of a bummer. I was like, I don't trust this reviewer's opinion at all right now. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so it goes. Things from the 80s that did not age well. But... I guess we have to appreciate the progress of at least they were trying with this movie to go for to uh yeah a female centric wayne's world sort of movie yeah <laughs> oh, a buddy movie a buddy movie with women absolutely and uh and and the reviewer who knows what happened to the reviewer but um uh but i will say that this movie is starring mira sorvino as romy mm -hmm. uh lisa kudrow as michelle janine garofalo as the cool gen x burnout oh awesome i love her Right. All right. I got some stuff to say about that one too. Uh Julia Campbell as the mean girl. Uh Vincent Ventresca as Romy's football player love interest. Uh Alan Cumming as the nerdy guy who's crushing on Michelle. Uh Ooh. Cameron Cameron Mannheim as the school spirit yearbook girl, basically. Oh my <laughs> god. Yes, Toby. Oh, oh, doing that good work. Uh Jacob Vargas as Romy's coworker at a car dealership, and Justin mm. Threw as a weird cowboy. <laughs> oh yes who i fully forgot about <laughs> i did not i did not <laughs> oh god um yeah so kara when did you first see romy michelle's high school reunion i think i saw it with like early 2000s or maybe i've like it's been top five for as long as i can remember so i wonder if i saw it when it came out Ooh, i love that and what were your what was your like original opinion how were you what were your feelings when you saw it I, it's so funny. <laughs> it's just genuinely so funny. Like, <laughs> and I think looking, like watching it now, it, my sense of humor makes so much sense. Oh. <laughs> because this has been one of my top favorite movies for oh. a very long time. Did it like I help shape your sense of humor? This movie and, <laughs> this is gonna sound weird, this movie and, um, do you guys watch Sister, Sister, the mom, Lisa oh, and Sister, Sister? Yes. And this movie, looking back <laughs> on both of those, I was like, this is me to a fucking T. Oh, <laughs> I love Sister, Sister. Oh my God. I, I actually like, that's a, yeah, that's a show that I have, I should add to my rewatch list. Mm -hmm. You should. And like, Lisa is so funny. She's yeah. so funny. Oh, oh truly, truly, truly. And I'm like, oh, okay. Now I know, I know where I come from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so nice to see the things that like build the bones of your comedy. It's such a good yeah. feeling. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I saw this movie when it came out. Uh, and the fact that Clueless came out two years before it is very important. Uh, mm -hmm. I loved Clueless. I loved comedies. And I lived in Tucson where parts of this movie are set. So I was in the perfect spot for loving this movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Everything had lined up. Except for the fact that I never watched Friends. I was not a Friends person. So I, at the time, I wasn't either. Like, ah. I started watching, I like, I think I got into Friends with like reruns. And I think I like, at in, you know, 2004, 2005, when it came to an end, I, I had to watch the finale with the entire world. But right. I wasn't oh. like huge on Friends at that time either. Oh, well, that's good to know then. Yeah, it's a, I saw one episode and I was like, the laugh track is distracting. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that was that was when we were all collectively over laugh tracks, too. So 
Um, but yeah, after after I saw this movie in theaters, I saw it again in theaters and then again in theaters. And I think I saw it uh, not as many times as Titanic, unfortunately, but I did see it five times. Wow. That's a lot. More, yeah, it's more than I've ever seen any movie in theaters. <laughs> Ooh, wow. and this is a good movie for that. It really was. It's it funnier each time. Oh, it's so true. Yeah, it's it was enough to like set it in my brain forever. Um, yeah, I, I set the bar for myself very high in 1997 and never attempted it again. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw it with like parents and then my friends and then other friends who hadn't seen it yet. It was just one of those situations where you're like, oh, they're going. Yeah, I'll go too. Yeah. Um, this is when um, movies were like five dollars too. So. That's good. That's a lot of points already. Days. I feel like having a movie that be worthwhile enough to see multiple times in a theater and pay it for it—that's a good sign. Yeah, it's a good sign. Absolutely. Yeah. What are your impressions in general so far? I'm very curious. Um. Yeah. I feel like the since the synopsis was a little brief, but I get mm-hmm. like sort of the general idea. You know, sort of hilarity ensues at a funny like a reunion and or at a reunion and like these friends and um yeah I don't know I mean I think you're both selling about how amazing the experience was for you so so far I'm on board yeah and it's also like a very simple movie in terms of its architecture I would say yeah like Mm -hmm. it you know it gives you some it gives you some flashbacks in terms of like what they were like in high school it gives you some right now and it gives them some reunion and like that's that's it's not like there's a bunch of other stuff that happens it's it's very simple yeah i love that yeah it's nice i think like it gave it a really good focus as that means you can fo- to... oh, go oh, for sorry. It. <laughs> sorry no i was gonna say that means you can focus on the when it's like an, i feel like the simpler the architecture then like the more you can focus on the jokes and the quality yes absolutely unlike uh unlike the uh, made for tv movie sequel that i watched today <laughs> oh. um Was- no. I was going to ask, Kara, have you seen the I sequel? Know, no, I would never. And, but I do know that the <laughs> two, like Lisa and me, they want to do a, they would both have said numerous times that they would do a reboot or a sequel and Disney just like hasn't done it yet. And uh, I'm like, that's a travesty because one thing I will say about this movie is I think like this movie, like the sweetest thing also in my mind were so ahead of their time. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause like I absolutely love Clueless as well. Yeah. But yes. I don't. But like I'm trying to put this as Clueless. Like it's not. No, it's, it's very like, different. It's so it's so different, and I just think that's probably what people went to go see it and didn't. They're like, this isn't Clueless. And I was like, no, it's not. It's no, it's, right. it's 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 better it's, in my opinion. But yeah, like, it's it's such a it's the the way that it's handled is so different. The tone is so different. Yes, this, the tone, like this one's so heightened. <laughs> yes and like the characters are so like i i they're they grow as characters but they are who they are the entire time and you know exactly who these people are which is oh, what yeah. i love so much about them but yeah this, you can kind yeah. of feel the groundlingsness of it in that they yes. built like strong characters and kept them <laughs> yeah yes. fully but fleshed character out characters and i just i really feel like it was like really ahead of its time like i feel the same way about the sweetest thing and that's why i think they're like more considered cult classics than like Mm. movies that everybody has seen and everybody loves which both movies absolutely should but if movies like these came out now i think they would be instant hits yeah no question i mean i'm sure i'm sure that the that um 
it see it seemed like there were a couple that came out semi recently that had like the similar vibe going that I didn't see but wanted to. Um, so I'm always curious. Like the what was the Tina Fey one where it was two people go to a place? Oh, uh, was that the where they someone and someone mm-hmm. go to somewhere? <laughs> oh, oh, the the they have rhyming names or something. Yeah, is it the Barbara winery? Star. Yeah, that's, the Barbin. Oh no, that's a different. Barb Star go to Vista Del Mar is genuinely so good, but not Tina Fey. It's um, oh good, good. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, oh, that's good to hear. That one felt like it, it was in a similar place to this one in some way. Yes. Oh, that's good to hear. Wine Country was the is that Tina Fey? Yes, yeah, that, that one was. Yeah. That one was. I did not see that one either. <laughs> but that one I didn't think was going to be like this one. Yeah. Um. Uh. Let's see. But yeah, I that that's a, that's a very good take on it. I think ahead of its time, definitely. Um. When I when I watched the sequel. Which was apparently a TV movie from nine from from two thousand five. There were even though it's nowhere near as good, there are actually a lot of things that are also ahead of its time. Uh, there's like really good trans representation in it, hmm. uh, which is shocking to me and really awesome. Uh, there are only a couple parts that you're like, oh, you might be getting this mildly bad or wrong. There's like a little bit of gay panic and things like that. Um, but overall, there are some there's some really positive representation that I was not mm-hmm. expecting in that movie. But it's also just a mess and feels like a TV show that somehow is a weird hybrid of a movie and is missing some of the great parts of this. But there are aspects that they do okay. It's interesting to see. I mean, it's also from Robin Schiff, and mm-hmm. she um she also directed that one. Um, but yeah, anyway, that that is a movie that I did not know about until this podcast. A couple of, like some episodes ago and i was like i guess i have to watch that now but uh no not recommending it specifically <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway let's i, I into... don't plan on it no that's a good choice that is the right call i would say yeah uh, does it, it does it taint the original uh not really i guess right because it's so different i don't think it can touch it which is a good feeling there are aspects where you're like oh i see how they preserve this and i see the things that they were missing like it's not a fun movie it has a lot more like feelings of of melodrama in it, which sort of makes sense because it was like ABC or ABC Family or something. So it it makes sense for the TV movie that it was, but it doesn't make sense as a sequel to this movie at all or a prequel. Mm. Technically, who is in it? Um, shocking, shockingly enough, uh, it has. God, who is the main? I'm I'm forgetting the. the is it Catherine Heigl? Is that it? Is Catherine Heigl playing okay, Michelle? Okay. Yes, she is playing Michelle. Oh, she cannot do Michelle justice. Let me... No. <laughs> She, I'm not anti Catherine Heigl, but like she doesn't have Michelle the same. is iconic. It's true that I think that she did a a good job not being the same person, but like she did better than I thought and than I thought someone who wasn't Lisa Kudrow would, would do, <laughs> which is really nice. But the uh, the other person in it who I don't know anything about was not really killing it for Romy. Mm. So like R- Romy's voice, like how do you you know what I mean? How do yeah, you she that? was sort of trying a little bit, and it sort of it. I, yeah, it's complicated. It's a really complicated thing <laughs> because it's such a character for Romy. Uh, and then it's almost less of a character in this one. She almost like makes it a little more natural and Ugh, that makes no. it not work. Mm. Yeah. They, you can tell they even like dyed one of their hair uh, to like switch it really quick in mm-hmm. the movie where they're like, quick, let's have one be blonde and like one be brunette. Okay, now we can tell them apart. So stupid. Mm. Just a dumb choice. 
Like there's, yeah. a minute, there's a minute where they're both blonde. And then for the rest of it, you're like, oh, network notes. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting very distracted. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear about uh, some reasons why you love this. Let's, uh, let's start off these five reasons. What's your first okay. one? <laughs> well, my first one, I guess I did already say, is that it is ahead of its time. I don't, at the time, to have, like, this movie, which centers around, like, female friendship. Yes. Mm, yeah. In, like, the ni- like 1990s, where, like, I don't consider this a spoiler, but never at one point do these women fight over a guy. And like that. that, like, yes, men are in this movie and it does not always pass the Bechdel test, but like <laughs> the two of them do not fight over the same guy ever. And I love that because that is female friendship. Like yes. I'm not, I'm not going to let a guy get between me and my friends. That is so like number one is ahead of its time and like female friendship is the center of the entire movie. Yes, mm. how it should be. And I that was my first reason too. This movie is about female friendships and the importance of being yourself. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and they really nailed it on both of those. It they really, really felt, did. Yeah, they centered it so nicely. I was like, nothing else matters as much as these things and these characters. So oh, it was and a delight. The, the, so like the characters are based off of like to like a conversation heard in like a Hollywood club bathroom, like a very like <laughs> dead, like just stupid conversation. And you can tell that like these people are clearly caricatures, mm. but like they're caricatures with heart and you love them and they are who they are and they stay true to themselves the whole time. And I, ju- you just love them. Even yeah. Though they're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> in, the be- in the best possible way. They do such yes. a good job of being smart, stupid. It's lovely. Yes uh yeah it's 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 so intelligently written um uh yes what's your second reason janine garofalo yes hi they like the character that they have her play is just so good it's she's like she's not mean but she's like cold and distant but like had like she talks a mile a minute and her jokes are so funny and nobody else could have done this but like she also has a lot of heart like it's it's really nice it's true that's my second reason too actually oh my Jean god is incredible she's doing uh, wonderful wonderful work this is like her somewhere at like at or near the peak of her power i would yeah. say at least that version of her power like she's she's got a very different kind of power now um in spe- I, like semi-recent specials she's just like mile a minute talking mm-hmm. and it's fascinating in a different way but in this one, she's, yeah, she's just such an awesome Gen X burnout who's constantly, like, being sarcastic and full of nicotine. It's a yes. delight. I love that. I love, She played such a good Gen X burnout in Reality Bites, too. Yes. Oh, yes. incredible. It's, it's nice to have a taste of that again. I feel like it was such a small time in history. And I'm always like, yes, bring back some Gen X flavor. My yeah. favorite... There are two things I quote regularly from this movie, and one of them is <laughs> "fuck off, Toby," which yes. is, is truly <laughs> my favorite thing. Just fuck off, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's incredible. Um, third reason. Um, okay, you know you said no spoilers, and I don't consider this a spoiler. And if it is a spoiler, I'm so sorry. But mm. there is a very like '90s prom esque dance scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so good and it's to time after time and it like kind of <laughs> makes me a little emotional 
Uh, yeah. I love that song too. Yeah. Oh, it's a delight. Yeah. I wouldn't consider it a spoiler okay. because the context, the context would be what spoils it and no context is given. So it's perfect. <gasps> yeah. And also I would expect like high school reunion would involve like, I don't know. Yeah. A dance doesn't feel out of place, you know? <laughs> yeah. It gives you something to look forward to rather than something where you're like, well, now I know what the movie is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's so fun to watch. I fully forgot about that too. Mm -hmm. I, I hadn't seen this movie since I watched it so many times growing up. So a lot of this was a fun surprise to me and that was definitely a moment. Yeah. And it's My... Cindy Lauper. That's a good. Yes. That's a good uh, song. I was like dating somebody for a bit and they we would always watch movies together and they always wanted to watch horror films. And I finally was like, I want to show you something like that. I like, like you, I watch everything you want to watch. And I made him watch this movie and he liked it. Yes. Good. Mm, oh, good. that's wonderful. And of course he was like, it reminds me of mean girls. I was like, it's not, it's pre mean girls. It's it was a very of pre. time. Yeah. A hundred percent. And mean we girls a... <laughs> was a, a kind of going against, they fought over a guy or there was like fights over the same guy sort of. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this one is before I at least had a word for mean girls. Yeah. I think in, in my mind, a lot of it was just like Valley girls are, are kind of, they run the gamut in terms of, of, of niceness to meanness, but they are a specific type. But this, I feel like this movie differentiated very nice um, types of like stylish, nice uh, Valley girls, as opposed yeah. to like, quote unquote, evil Valley girl, mean girl. I don't know. It's so stupid. Yeah. The whole thing is dumb in that way. But, um, but yeah, it was interesting to see that type of representation uh, in the same way we were talking about, um, uh, real genius a while ago and I was like there are different kinds of nerds yeah you can yes this was somewhat doing that for me uh, see, see the spectrum of valley girl yeah, yeah which which these days like people don't even refer to that as a trope anymore and that's so fascinating to me because that was like so key in pop culture anyway yeah. my third reason for this one is a a brie editor reason uh, and that's what I really appreciated the transitions in this. <laughs> um, there are like these cool moments where they went in and out of their high school yearbook photos. And oh, they, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Real and for like flashbacks. And they had like these just a lot of great slick edits. Yeah. That's oh. my third reason. <laughs> it's a good reason. It's a good third reason. Very stylized. Oh, yeah. In a really nice way. It felt it felt subtle, too. So it wasn't pushing it in your face too much. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, how about your fourth reason? Oh, the fashion. Yes. Oh, the fashion, everybody. It's so good from beginning to end. Every little thing <laughs> that Romeo and Michelle wear is so good. It's <laughs> just incredible. I'm sure you've seen like a the Romeo, like people being Romeo and Michelle on Halloween and like, <laughs> the clothes they wear are from the dance scene, but like every outfit they wear is so 90s and so good and honestly <laughs> you could wear it right now because that trend the trends are back because Ooh. we're old <laughs> oh no it's true like that time. yeah that's how you know <laughs> oh man I, that's such a good uh halloween costume idea too because i'm like looking at the poster and i'm like yeah those dresses are like so identifiable yes I like there's so many of the outfits that are so good like they're like when there's a scene in a diner which is like one of my favorite scenes those <laughs> outfits are so good oh 
Oh, absolutely. Those were incredible. That moment, that Tucson moment was very funny. <laughs> it felt like they were in a diner in, Tucson, in like yeah. on the way to Tucson. I was like, oh no, I've been there. We've all been there. Yep. Oh God. It's a road trip feeling. Uh, yeah, my, uh, my fourth reason uh, is Lisa Kudrow and how hilarious she is in this. Yes. Oh, that was my fifth reason. Incredible. Oh, I'll think of I another fifth. I'll think of another fifth. Oh, that works. I'm on board for that. Um, yeah, a lot of her punchlines are incredible. And like from these little minimal responses, where instead of having some kind of promote, like provoked emotional response, like the one you think she's going to have, she just goes, okay. Yeah, <laughs> she just plays sweet dumb so well it's incredible every single every single laugh just every single time and love that. god it's so oh funny my god i Let's mean see. what i've seen of friends that's even what i love about her on friends if like the, uh, the episodes i've seen of friends yes. lisa kudrow is my favorite because she also plays like the dumb sweet yes <laughs> michelle is phoebe on crack uh, <laughs> like, and not with the crazy backstory that phoebe has like because that's what makes phoebe crazy but just like <laughs> The, who she is the whole time is just like do to do, you know. Like she's just in a in, for lack of like a better term, she's simple. Yeah, yeah. so simple and beautiful. It's so good. Yeah, and things sort of roll off her back as a result of it in a really nice way. Yes, uh, my favorite scene is like one of my one of my. I love the whole movie when they're like <laughs> driving to tucson and she like <laughs> rolls the window up to like make faces at the kid and she's like no i'm just trying to scare your kid and like, <laughs> so her, what? no not you and she's just like yeah she's like no everything's fine it's so oh god oh it was a delight yeah it's so funny um yeah and i just i honestly i do just love that they're going to a reunion in tucson um something that has come up a lot on this podcast lately is that my 20-year reunion in tucson just happened oh I did not go to it, but I will say that based on the casting in this movie, I was like, I think this is also is a lot of 20, 20 year reunions yeah. for people. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> felt very Oh, yeah, yeah. These year. people were not in there. They were. Yeah, they felt not even older. a little. Yeah, they were definitely nowhere near it. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my that's my fourth reason. Lisa Goudreau is perfect. She's a great reason. Oh. Well, she was my fifth, but now I'm going to have a new reason. Hell yeah. Um, I think it's just like the jokes, they really hold up. It genuinely, there, of course, there are things that are like very 90s and mm-hmm. like you could take out, but like it, I still quote this movie uh, almost on the daily. <laughs> like, it is incredibly like, quotable. The, the amount of times like me and my friends are just be like, I'm the Mary, which you don't hit, Brie, unless you see the movie. I would feel, I'd be very left out in that group. Or like, yeah. I, I can never get the quote exactly right, but like, oh no, I cut my foot and now my shoe is filling up for blood. I have to go. It's just like, so good. Away. There's, oh. or like the, oh, Ramon, there's so many. It's so, <laughs> it's so quotable. It's so good. The jokes are also as simple and beautiful as this movie is. It's so true. Yeah, that's that's pretty much my fifth reason too, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it's like a, a really fun and funny cult classic comedy written by and starring women with a lot of smart, like small dark comedy details that are yes. just mm-hmm. so like throwaway even and so killer. Mm, love some uh, darkness. 
yeah there's oh, like yeah. there's so much like the a half a second of darkness in such a big fun positive like heightened movie just makes you feel like it was written in such a smart way you're like oh mm-hmm. they get it like yeah whenever i see things from rachel bloom i'm always like she is 100 percent that dark and smart and she just finds a way to make that like slip it in somewhere and you're like oh okay um and yeah and, and this movie came out the same month as gross point blank which was another dark funny high school reunion movie and they're both oh. incredible cult classics mm-hmm. <laughs> it's insane yeah. it's truly yeah. insane that that happened yeah um, i love a quotable movie too oh, i mean i mean girls was one, the one for me because i think like uh yeah i mean girls was one that i had watched a lot when it came out and if you love cool. mean girls you'll absolutely love this movie oh yeah okay it's cool because mean girls is also very quotable to me i absolutely mm-hmm. love mean girls i think it's a near perfect movie as well it's so funny mm-hmm. but th- this has like there's just so much heart behind it and i think like mm-hmm. the two characters are truly maybe the two dumbest women in the world but <laughs> <laughs> you love you love them and they love them like you know like it's the the message of it was really sweet too and it just it's good it's yeah. just so good oh absolutely it's hand, uh-huh. it's all handled so well in such mm-hmm. a nice way well it sounds like too dumb because i'm i you know i self-identify as a dumb girl Oh yeah, <laughs> dumb, writing dumb women and playing dumb women and being a dumb woman are my favorite things in the world. Yeah, it's just it's the simplicity of how dumb they are, and it just is like that's the justification you need. They're just two little dummies. They sound secure in themselves, like they're oh, happy, yeah. with you. and that's what I like about it too. Is because I'm like, it's okay to be like. You know, you can be dumb, but still be like fun and enjoyable to be around and be confident. And like, that's at least that's sort of how I feel like you guys are selling these two. Oh, yeah. Full confidence. Love it. Yeah. In in who they are. And that's such a nice feeling. There are like moments where it's like, oh, what if we were other people? What would this be good, et cetera, et cetera. And in the end, like, sort of in general, the message is very much like be mm-hmm. yourself. And, and yeah. that's such a nice feeling. I love that. Uh, yeah, it's a good reminder for people, I would yeah. say. Especially like when it's like a high school setting, even though it's a re- reunion, but that's such a, a thing of, of high school movies or in general and just going to school is like f- figuring out your identity and trying to fit in and changing yourself to be uh, to be in the crowd. But yeah, that, you yeah. don't have to do that. It's true. Oh, all right. So those are all of our all of our reasons. Bree, what are your thoughts? Um, well, I guess, you know, I am going to see this anyway. Uh, (laughs) So, I mean, regardless, I was going to see it, but I am excited. I'm really excited now because I have more context. And I think, uh, yeah, it sounds sort of like a really fun um, movie with like two awesome, strong female characters and written by a woman with really smart jokes. It's I'm all for it. I love all of those things. Yes, incredible. We did it. We did it, Cozy. Woo, have you? Fantastic. Can I ask? I'm so sorry to ask this question, but have mm. you got? Have either of you ever been like, absolutely not? I don't want to see that movie. <laughs> um, I never have. I feel like I've been pretty much like, yeah, I'll check. I, there's been ones that I'm like, kind of lukewarm on, or I'm like, yeah, eh, I'd give what's it a the, shot. What's the most lukewarm one you've you've had? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember which one I was the most lukewarm about. Uh. Yeah, 
I know I'm thinking, I think I'm being, I'm thinking of how I felt afterward, but the sunshine cleaning one, maybe that one was one. Oh yeah, totally. I think yeah. that makes sense. I don't yeah. remember, honestly. Yeah, honestly, same. I know um, in the past when I had, uh, when I had different co-hosts and was a little bit smarmier at the like beginning of this podcast a long time ago, um, I was a little bit more like, no, that sounds stupid. No, thanks. I'm not convinced. Uh, go what? fuck yourself. But now uh, okay, that's that was, so not cozy. Go fuck yourself. You'd be like, sure, I'll watch any movie is how right? I feel cozy would be. It's so accurate. That's so true. I was like, I don't like playing this character. It doesn't feel right. So I had to I had to drop it. I was like, for the for the first for like I think the first movie we did was like frailty. And I was <laughs> like, no thanks. It's got Matthew McConaughey and it sounds whatever. And then I was just being like a, a like a troll about it. Um but yeah, since then. There have definitely been also some where I'm kind of like lukewarm, but I'm like, sure, I'll give it a try. I think I've just become more open to seeing stuff. Yeah. Um, and people also yeah. know not to like bring me a Star Wars or something where I'd be like, right. no, thanks, we're good. Well, I will bring you Hocus Pocus if you'll have me back. Oh, of Ooh. course. Uh, you may have to fight a lot of people for Hocus Pocus, but there is a I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you go talk to six-year-old Kara who rented it every Friday out of Blockbusters, who is proudly saying it is her favorite movie and has been saying it for 10 years when she decided that men's opinion about what movie she loves does not matter. Yes, I love that. <laughs> oh, how it should be. So I'll cut somebody if you decide to put them in over me we might have to have just like a big fight just on on the podcast just a lot of people fighting over who the what if we is. yeah what if we do like a, a do like we'll do a, a like a big zoom and each of us gives a reason and whoever gives the best reason is like the winner i kind of love this or everyone can just work together it can just be like instead of top five reasons to see it it can just be Everyone gets together for 50 reason. reasons to convince me yeah. to see it. I love that. Yeah, that's fun too. That would be incredible. Yeah, that's that one's been coming for such a long time. Yeah. Oh, Sounds God. Good. Incredible. Um, but yeah, I'm glad we convinced you. Um, and as mentioned, we are all going to go, all three of us are going to go see this movie at Synespia um, pretty soon. And so... July uh, 15th. July, July 15th. Everyone should get tickets, and uh, we're going to do a follow-up episode uh, to see what Brie thinks of this movie after that, and it'll be a delight and a treat. Should we dress up? Uh, that is an incredible idea. I think if we do, <laughs> a lot of people will, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm also sure. Like, I wonder what the Cinesphia, um like backdrop will be for the photo booth. Yes. Mm. Oh, my God. I'm excited There's to There's so find many out. good options. Oh, it's endless. It's so true. Based on what the, um, just like the, the poster, I'm like, I know I don't have anything remotely as pink or as, uh, as sleek as, as like the Romy Michelle have. So you could look up their business lady special outfit. And yes. Maybe you could dress up like that. Oh my God. I'm, I, I have to think about what the, uh, what the uh, weather will be in general. And I'm like, Hmm, what can I pull mm -hmm. off for this? What is the right move for weather at Synespia? 
I bet I could do the Janine uh, outfit. Oh, yeah. The Gen X one. Yeah. Honestly, same. Yeah, Maybe I'll be Justin. Move. I'll be I'll be Justin Thoreau, cowboy. <laughs> uh, they're all just they're like down in front with the cowboy hat. Never. And then oh, I'm gonna be too nervous to speak, so I'll go stand in the back. Nailed it. Oh, I Ooh. hope a lot of people stand in the back at Sinespia just like trying to look cool and smoking. <laughs> That'd be so great. Perfect cosplay. Ooh. Oh, I do have a cowboy hat and cowboy boots, so that's also a good call. Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Um, okay. So audience, uh, have you seen Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion? Uh, if you have, let us know what you think of it. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at need to see pod and on Instagram at you need to see this podcast, all one very long Instagram word and let us know what your thoughts are. Join the Facebook group. Tell us about some other movies that we need to see. Um, chime in about, uh, hocus pocus supremacy, all the good <laughs> stuff. Uh, excellent. Um, we're on to recommendations now. Kara, uh, recommendation. Okay. I cannot stop thinking about this very upsetting docuseries that I <laughs> am watching because I don't know what any part of, if any part of it is true, but The Curious Case of Nat Natalia Grace. Okay. It's on Max. Um, the, so, it, you know The Orphan, the movie The Orphan? Yes. Uh -huh. This is like real life, the orphan, but like after the movie come out and we don't know if it's true. So the family says one thing, the person like it, you, I can't even tell you, it's truly insane. Michael, whatever his name is, who truly is the most insane person I've ever seen in my entire life, <laughs> ruins, like ruins his credibility every episode a hundred times over and him alone <laughs> is worth watching this docuseries. It's only six episodes. It's wild. It's a ride. You gotta watch it. So you're like questioning the truth even more as you watch it because this oh. person's credibility is so shaky. <laughs> well, they they say it even. They're like, so they okay. go back and forth between like now and back. And so like his story changes. So like, you just gotta watch it also. It ends on a bomb. They drop a bomb on the, on you and then it ends, which is very rude, mm. um, but you, got, you gotta watch it. Okay. The Orphan also, I, I haven't seen that since it came out, but it scared me when it came out, so. Yeah, mm. I, it's like they were, it, it seems, uh, <laughs> my opinion does not matter, but please watch this. It's very fun. Okay. <laughs> I did it, yeah. Uh, HBO's got some interesting docu-series. Yeah. I watched okay. the Gwen Shamblin one, and that one was really weird and fun. I said fun. Fun is not the right word, because <laughs> this poor person, girl, whatever you believe, was truly like emotionally destroyed, or this family was destroyed. Either way, people's lives were ruined, but it's an interesting docu-series. <laughs> yeah. Fun is not the right word to describe <laughs> real life like that, but watch it. Oh, cool. Brie? Uh, my recommendation is just because I went back to New Mexico. Um, you got to go to New Mexico and get some chili. You just gotta. <laughs> you gotta get some green chili and bring it back. Um, okay. I brought some, I brought some back. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll give some out to some people, but it's good. Well, bring some to Sinesview. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'll just bring Pass chili strips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's so funny. Ooh, yeah, I, I'm hoping that they definitely serve that in the popcorn. <laughs> yes, ooh, green chili popcorn. 
So that would be good and tasty. Green chili on everything, honestly. That's so, it's so, uh, we had green chili Alfredo. There's a Italian place that does like a green chili white sauce and it's amazing. Oh, oh, love that. Yeah. So spicy though. Mm, yeah, I can't do spicy anymore. I wish I could. Oh, well. Dang it. Just remember the old, the good old days. The so good old days. Good old days that every day was spice. <laughs> um, uh, my just... Oh, what's up? Oh, just now you just spice up your life in other ways. It's true. I just rewatched Spice World. Oh, I <laughs> love that movie. A damn fun movie. We've done that one on oh. here before. A delight. Did you want who who did or did not want to see it? Um, I, that was, that was a long time ago. So that was like, um, that was, I don't remember if that was Luce or if that was Nick. It was one of the two older, uh, old, um, co-hosts. Oh, okay. So it was old days. Uh, and I think era, um, no, um, uh, Cassandra Cardenas is the one who was guesting on that, to team up with me to be like, you have to watch this because it was directed by the ab fab guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was my main reason. Um, but yeah, let's see. So my recommendation for this one, because we were talking about uh, dumb, done, smart, um, and like loving, loving the hilarity of women being dumb in a very like positive and incredible way. Uh, my recommendation is the song "Dumbest Girl Alive" by a hundred Gex, <laughs> <laughs> which is an insane song. Just like everything they do is fully crazy, but I really do love that song because it's someone telling themselves how dumb they are because of things they've done in their life. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, we all relate to that. Come on. Yeah. It's a real Mean treat. couldn't possibly. Just no, no I'm chance. A dummy. None yeah. of us. <laughs> a little dumb dumb. It's not like half my day is thinking about all the dumb things I say to people in your life. Oh, and yeah. being like, oh, wow, what a dumb thing to say. Oh, that's why it's such a great song. It even it also starts with like the THX sound, I think. It's <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah, it's incredible. They, they put out yet another incredible, ridiculous album with a lot of stuff that I skipped this time, but still some incredible songs. Anyway, uh, plugs. We have plugs. Kara, let's start with plugs. Yeah. Um, come to Wild Indie Nights at the UCB Theater, uh, the second Sunday of the month at 10. You can also catch me at Herald Night. My, uh, words are hard. Herald Night, <laughs> Mondays, gag. Um, follow me on Instagram at Kara Myers, that's Kara with a C, not with a K, because that is spelled wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's those are my plugs for now. Thank you both so much for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. Brie plugs. Um, let's see, this comes out on the 10th, right? So um, my next show, The Pack is Back. The Pack is Back, baby. Um, <laughs> and yes, yeah, ske uh, Sketch Night. Uh, we are second Sundays, but I guess this month it will be the third Sunday because of the fringe schedule kind of pushing everything. So oh, yeah. July 16th, 9 p.m., Hot City Bounce House, our second to last show for the season. So fun stuff. Not bad, not bad. Uh, let's see, what plugs do I have? As usual, I have a thousand plugs. I'm so sorry and you're all welcome. Um, <laughs> uh, I've got Crash This Networking event. Um, with improv from Variety Coffee, which is a bunch of former UCB New York Herald and Mod team members. Always love to see the New York folks coming out. Uh, we've got Sketch from new UCB Mod team Toast, which features mm -hmm. another member of Wild, Meg Joe. Nice. It does. It does indeed. Toast was also the name of a long-form team at my college for some reason. Anyway, we've also got musical comedy from Tiffany Schertz, 
uh, world's greatest improv school, summer team Grimace, and improv from Sweet Dialam as usual. And that's happening on July 17th at 7 p.m. on the Clubhouse main stage. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Very exciting. Oh. Wow. Fighting for that because I have Harold Knight that night. Oh, damn. Ooh. See them uh, both. <laughs> see them both. Be in two places both. at one time. Do it. You're clone yourselves, you cowards. Uh, um, <laughs> Figure it out. Get a time turner. Be Hermione. <laughs> yes, yes. Find a way. It's all possible. Be a good um, friend. Find a way to, to put yourself in two places. Damn right. <laughs> uh, and um, I guess on the 20th, I guess I should also plug that on the 20th of July, I have um, Dubset. Uh, is going to do our usual pack show at 8 p.m. at the pack, Broadwater, blah, 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 uh, with Drunkards and Dragons. And I think our special guest for that one's going to be Bill Cott, who... Oh, my been- God, that oh, is Bill. not what I heard. I <laughs> heard Bill Cosby, and I... Oh, no! <laughs> I was like, Cozy, you can't do that! <laughs> I don't know if you've heard Cozy. Oh, my God! <laughs> Wait, is it news? Oh, no! Uh, I don't know if you have heard, but it's not just kids say the darndest things anymore. Oh, geez. Oh, this is real. This is the hard way to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry. So funny. Um, But yeah, Bill Cott, very different guy um, from uh, Wizards of Waverly Place and the Dana Carvey show and um, ambiguously gay duo on SNL and just a lot of other things. That's so fun. Oh, he's great. Wonderful human being. He's Met super him with... nice. Yeah, he's great. Met him with Sweet Dalai Lama a million years ago in St. Louis of all places. Oh. Um, and I guess I guess I'll also throw in that um, doing. Uh, I feel like I'm doing some faraway plugs, but these will all make sense for when we're dropping this. Yeah. Um, Scene Kids is happening on the 22nd. At midnight, uh, 11.59 p.m., let's get specific, uh, at the Broadwater. Um, and I'm currently, like, booking that right now. But I know that Zach Olson will be playing music for it. Oh, we love tonight. Zach Olson. A king. A we king amongst kings. A treat. A very treat of a man. Uh, and some other folks will also be there. Uh, and we'll have free pizza and moshing as usual. So come check it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are all the things. Um, give us a five-star rating. Please leave us a review and subscribe. If you leave a five-star review, we will read it on the air and it will be uh, a good time for everybody, especially us. Um, <laughs> special thanks to our editor, Bree Jones. Thank you, Bree. Yeah. Did y'all hear that firework that just went off? I loved that weird firework. <laughs> Personally, loved it. Oh, my yeah. favorite of the fireworks. It felt, it felt, it felt so like ominous. <laughs> it was spooky. I jumped a little. Yeah, it had a it had the faraway sound of something falling in like a storage unit somehow. <laughs> <laughs> the echo of it. Um, yeah. But yeah, thanks so much, Kara, for joining us. Thank, Thank you. you both so much for having me. This was so fun. I cannot wait. I can't wait Dang. to see both at Cinespia. Yeah. I'm going to be with my non-improv friends. What's that like? Whoa, that sounds impossible. I don't know. I don't know. Do those exist? Those I don't understand those. <laughs> they do. They exist. And I've got them. <laughs> oh, I'm so jealous. That's yeah. incredible. Well, I'm excited to, excited to meet them as well. Um, thank you all so much for listening to You Need to See This.
is so weird. I had this dream where Billy was like in love with me. And I mean, he was in a wheelchair, but still it's like it's coming true or something. Uh-huh. How's my hair? Perfect. Okay, Romy, you look so good with blonde hair and black roots. It's like not even funny.